1: Life, culture, and current events from a biblical perspective.
0: 2020 on Vision. Tuesday rolls around, and on a Tuesday, we like to check in on breaking news as it's coming out of Israel and the Middle East. Ron Ross, he's been over the headlines once again overnight, and he's back with us. Ron, welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Ron, let's talk about some of the very latest headlines coming out of Israel. The Israeli Air Force is set to begin training for attack on the Iranian nuclear program. This one sounds serious.
1: Yeah, the Israeli Air Force will begin training for an attack early next year. The government has earmarked $1.5 US dollars for a potential strike against Iran's nuclear program. Israel Prime Minister Naftali Bennett last month told the UN General Assembly that Iran's nuclear program has hit a watershed moment, and so has our tolerance. According to the Times of Israel, some aspects of the Israel attack plan are ready to be deployed in a short period of time, while others will take more than a year. Some of these include finding ways to strike subterranean facilities, And countering Iranian air defenses as well as retaliatory strikes. Iran has recently begun using advanced air defense systems against IDF jets in Syria, constituting a new and serious threat, according to the report.
0: Well, it could be posturing, but it could be in all seriousness uh, something in preparation for what could be inevitable and uh, an interesting one and uh, certainly a significant headline. Ron Ross, Israel's United Nations envoy has ripped up a human rights report over what he called obsessive bias. What's this story about?
1: Israel's ambassador to the UN, Gilad Erden ripped up a report by the UN Human Rights Council during an address at the General Assembly slamming the global rights uh, body for its obsessive anti-Israel bias. It's always open season on Israel at the Human Rights Council, he said. The UN Human Rights Council has issued 142 condemnations against UN member states altogether, of which 95 were leveled at Israel. As Erden noted, the Human Rights Agency has issued 35 condemnations against Syria and only 10 against Iran. The voices of the victims of the terrible crimes against humanity that we've already seen in the first decades of this century cannot be heard over the obsession of the so-called Human Rights Council targeting Israel.
0: Hey, uh, speaking of Syria, according to Syrian media reports, Israel has attacked Hezbollah locations near Damascus in rare daylight strikes. Uh, What's this one?
1: Yeah, the IDF carried out rare daytime strikes near Damascus on Saturday, according to the Syrian media. The strikes reportedly targeted ammunition depots and advanced weapon systems heading towards Hezbollah and other Iranian proxies in the region. Two Syrian soldiers were reportedly injured in the attack, which was reportedly carried out by surface-to-surface missiles fired from northern Israel. The UK-based Syrian Observatory for Human Rights reported that Saturday's raid targeted an area that stores several warehouses used by Hezbollah and other terror groups, as well as headquarters used by the Syrian army.
0: Okay, hackers have named Hezbollah members who were hiding out as students in Venezuela. What's the story here?
1: Yeah, an amazing story. An anonymous hacker collective revealed the names of alleged Hezbollah terrorists living in Venezuela, accusing them of profiting from drug and human trafficking, thereafter being called students. The unnamed hackers told Israel Hayim that they had received help from defecting former socialist officials to access secret files belonging to the regime's Directorate General of Military Counterintelligence. The agency, they alleged, kept a database of Hezbollah terrorists who had entered the Latin American country under the auspices of a government language study program, many of them residing on tropical Margarita Island. The hackers go by the name HDP, the Israeli newspaper reported. According to Israel Hayim, the HDP hackers believe the listed Hezbollah members in the regime database are involved in arms and drug trafficking, as well as money laundering to finance terror. Several of them are related. The hackers claimed the men were involved in cocaine trafficking and human trafficking. Okay, a
0: little history here. Since the first century and the beginning of the diaspora and uh, the tribes of Israel spread out all over uh, the known world, uh, now 235 members of a lost tribe of Israel are coming
1: home. What's this one about, Ron? Yeah, last month, 235 more immigrants from Benayim and community landed in Israel after years of waiting to come home. Hailing from Manipur in and east India, they're descendants of the lost biblical tribe of Manash and have preserved the Jewish tradition across twenty seven centuries of exile. Michael Freund, chairman of Shavai Israel, said that more than four thousand Banai Manash already arrived in Israel have been integrated into the Israeli society successfully. We still must not forget that 6,500 members of the community are still waiting in India and longing for the moment when they too will be able to come to Israel. And it's our duty to do everything we can to make this happen, Michael Freund said. The ancestors of the B'nai Manash were part of the Assyrian Exile. These families wandered through Central Asia and the Far East centuries for for centuries before settling in what is now northeastern India along the borders of Burma and Bangladesh. I can add from personal experience, Michael Freund has devoted his life to this mission.
0: And uh, enlarging my thoughts here, too, because, as you say, 2,700 years and an Assyrian exile, there's a number of exiles throughout the history of the children of Israel, the nation of Israel. So uh, there are lost tribes all over the place that go back way before Christ.
1: That's indeed true. And it's wonderful. The Bible says they'll eventually all return home. And so it's
0: pretty significant when we hear of a story like that, 235 members of a lost tribe returning to Israel. Hey, Ron, let's finish off with something that's pretty significant. The lost church of the apostles in Bethsaida may have been hidden for a purpose. What are the headlines saying here?
1: Several centuries ago, a doorless wall might have been erected for the purpose of hiding a prominent 5th century Christian basilica a team of Israeli and American archaeologists have discovered. The New Testament describes Bethsaida as the birthplace of three of Jesus' apostles, Peter, Andrew and Philip, on the shores of the Sea of Galilee. According to the Gospels, Jesus performed some of his miracles there. The Bible says on their return, the apostles told Jesus all they had done. He took them with him and withdrew privately to a city called Bethsaida. When the crowds found out about it, they followed him. He welcomed them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who needed to be cured, the Gospel of Luke declares. For over a century, researchers have offered several suggestions of archaeological sites that could be identified as the lost town, including a hill known as Artel in the Jordan Park. However, another team of archaeologists from the Kinneret Institute for Galilee Archaeology at Kinneret College, a Nyack College in New York, led by Professor Mordecai Arbion, have begun exploring the area known as Betamek the north shore of the Kinneret. We found mosaics, two inscriptions, the abscess all dating back to the Byzantine period, Elvin said. The church was built at the end of the 5th or the beginning of the 6th century and probably remained in use until the 8th century. During the last season of excavations, which ended last week, the archaeologists unearthed what they presumed to be the outer walls of the church. However, they were surprised to determine that although the walls survived to a height of about one metre, not a single entrance was uncovered. Next year, the archaeologists intend to excavate around the church to reach the foundation, which will likely allow them to dig the wall and possibly answer the mystery.
0: Wonderful update, Ron Ross, uh, across the detail, and it is happening as we speak. Up-to-date information, breaking news out of Israel and the Middle East. Ron Ross, always appreciate you. Thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Thank you, Neil.
1: Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.